6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. There's the throw. Intercepted. Intercepted. It's Elks football. And going to the end zone is Tremaine Washington. How about that? First interception of the year, and it's a pick six. And the Elks have their first touchdown of the game, and it comes from the defense. Oh, my goodness gracious. Dave Campbell, what a play that was uh, in the game on on Saturday. But boy, oh boy, it certainly wasn't enough. It uh, was one of, I don't know, a handful of plays. You can count on maybe one hand, maybe a little bit on your second hand, how many, you know, really good plays there was, especially Mm -hmm. from an offensive standpoint. Uh, It was a frustrating game, uh, considering how well the team, the Elks played a week ago on Labor Day in Calgary in that 32-20 win and mm-hmm. you knew Calgary was going to come back and make their adjustments it just it just seemed like this team wasn't prepared for what they were going to face and we, which is which is football yeah but you have to be able to adjust back and I felt that uh, uh, the adjustments back were were very few and far between Jamie Elizondo uh, saying that he was disappointed Trevor Harris saying you know I didn't uh, didn't uh, you know it wasn't a, a good game for him as as well you know if you compare the two games back to back and you know the the first Labor Day not the rematch but the one on Labor Day found that um, the Elks were able to go pretty deep over the top uh, a few times and and connect right they didn't get to do that this time as much um, because Calgary's D didn't allow it they were in the backfield quite often yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think the biggest change for the Stampeders was the pressure they put on Trevor Harris. Yeah. I think the offensive line play was uh, spotty at times, especially, uh, I don't want to pick on anyone, but uh, uh, DeAndre Wesley, the left tackle, uh, had a total 180 day compared to what it was for him a week ago. Uh, Sean Lemon uh, had a really good day against him, uh, that whole front did against the uh, against the Elks front. And the times when Trevor Harris was able to to have time to throw the ball, he was forced to pat the ball and he stepped up and, you know, and receivers didn't get open. That's another adjustment is, is the, the pressure mm-hmm. allowed the secondary to play a much tighter in coverage. And Trevor Harris is, is a quarterback that, you know, he's not suited for patting the football and having to read the, read the coverage for, for long. He wants the ball out like one, two, three drops and gone. And he wants the ball out of his hands in like, you know, one to 1.5 seconds, maybe two seconds, something like that. So, and he's not mobile enough where he can just hang in the pocket and, uh, and, and just wait for something to open up downfield. So he needs to work quickly and it's up to the Elks coaching staff to give him what he needs. It's it's no different than Michael Riley when he was here. Yeah. He's someone that that attacked the defenses deep. So you got to make sure that you you can protect him enough and and make him stand in that pocket for as long as he needs to to, to get downfield with the ball. So, um, yeah, it was just real real disappointing night offensively. There was so much miscommunication pre-snap and penalties mm-hmm. pre-snap. Um, I just think it's inexcusable. And, you know, I used that word on Saturday, and I I haven't moved off of it. It was an inexcusable performance offensively. Dave Campbell is the color commentator for your Edmonton Elks right here on 630. Ched, uh, we know uh, the Elks in tough. uh, Next game, next weekend, taking on Winnipeg. Um, They're going to have to be (laughs) making some tune-ups this week. Yeah, you know, I think Winnipeg is uh, full marks for a 5-1 and one start. 
you know, they play low event football and, and, and the, and the, the, they're so comfortable doing it offensively with Zach Caleros and, and Andrew Harris. And defensively, I think they have the most active front four in the league with the led by Willie Jefferson and Adam Big Hill uh, as the middle linebacker, very good secondary, a good special teams, except their kicking game is not as good. And we're not used to seeing that with Justin Medlock uh, being around, but uh, he's retired now. Um, you know, at the same time, I don't think the Bombers are are that much better than anybody else hmm. in, in this league. They've, but they have been good enough in football games to find a way to win. Like I say, they they like to play that tightrope. You know, uh, very low event football. Though. Yeah, they <laughs> right? they do, and they're comfortable with. Yeah, exactly, and and they're comfortable with it. They they like playing that way, and you look at what they've done to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders over the last mm-hmm. two games. I mean, basically for six five six quarters the last five six quarters they dominated the riders you know and it'll be interesting you know historically trevor harris has had good success against the defense doesn't mean he's won uh but uh, he i think he'll he has a chance to have a better day because i think the bombers defense will pressure him more than what we saw with the uh with the stampeders even though you know they, they got to harris with four a four-man rush, but they don't, you know, they, they don't blitz hat. They're not as blitz happy as uh, Richie Hall is as a defensive coordinator of the, of the bombers. But yeah, I mean, you're, you're facing a five and one team. Wow. Yeah. This is going to be a tough test for this uh, Elks team. It's the first of three meetings in the last nine games wow. against Winnipeg, the bombers yeah. as well. Winnipeg in Edmonton. Uh, the uh, countdown to kickoff gets underway at six kickoff at seven 45. Uh, can't wait for this one. It's a great time of year, isn't it? Football, CFL, NFL, NFL, college ball, the hockey around the corner, Dave. Oh, my goodness. It's awesome. Baseball playoffs coming up. Oh, Those baseball. Jays are uh, yeah. making a charge. I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, you know, it, it's it's very, very pleasing uh, as a sports fan. There's a lot of options out there for sure. Thanks for checking in this afternoon. Thanks, Jake. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.